0: Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994.
1: Everybody, huddle up. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin
2: Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins. A
1: score of 16 With Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe The Great Dane Huddle, a special Tuesday night edition here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app and Wisconsin On Demand. Live from the ESPN Madison studio, I'm Alex Strofe alongside my usual co-host the brilliant mind insane mind might be a better word of the great tarik sala Tariq yeah you got your cheaters on already i gotta turn on my mic there you go yeah i'm just here to help you out how you doing buddy doing good man doing good happy new year happy new year to you been a couple weeks since i've seen you so uh i
2: know you were ripping on me last week when i was off yeah, you were. what were you doing? Sucking up to your future ex-mother-in-law? What, what, what was that all about? Happy New Year to you as well.
1: Brad <laughs> Norman's here in a place for Derek. Where's Derek this week, Tarek? Is he in Nashville? in
2: Nashville. Yeah. What's he down there for? He's like, I don't know, the uh, Music City Bowl. Oh. I, I think he just wanted to go down there and check it out. He likes Nashville. Yeah, well, no, he hasn't been there. Well, he's never been there. This is his first so is time. It. You like that, like Nashville? I love Nashville. I love Nashville also. Yeah, it's a great town. You don't need a reservation now. It's getting getting a little crowded though. So yeah. you might need one.
1: Another now. city you would like though is, is Charlotte, North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I like Charlotte. But you like Charlotte. You We've got another guy who spent oh, some time to, in Charlotte. That's Bra- right. Brad yeah. Nortman, the former, both former Panthers with me. Brad,
0: good to see you. Welcome to the Great Date Home. Good to see you. Have, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Love the show. So I'm excited to be love here tonight. Love the show.
1: Like he actively listens to <laughs> us. I, I like the uh, false confidence. Any,
0: anything you produce, Alex, I'm, I'm listening. To oh it. wow, You're,
1: I produce Yes, yeah. He's awesome, I mean, Alex. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess you're
2: not
0: wrong. True. <laughs> you're
2: gonna kill me on this one, but he was the the punter of the year. What's the what's the award you won for in college? Um,
0: I I did not. You should have won it, guy. I did. You should have won it. Finalist, I was finalist, but uh, I was up there, but didn't, Damn it didn't win it. Uh, you you uh, won it should've. in my eyes. In, in the years that I was actually hitting the ball well, our offense was just too dang good. Right, those years, junior, senior year, our offense was rolling, and so I, most of my punts were. Um, you know, put what punts. years were you? in college 2008 to 2011. Wow. Yeah. He
1: was with those really good offenses. Yes. Awesome.
0: You played with JJ then, right? I did play with JJ. Yep,
2: played Who with was JJ. He just retired.
1: So did he, Brad Brad and JJ officially retired on the same day. So Brad was on Wildey and Tausch, uh, filling in for Tausch that oh, okay. day. Okay. Yeah. I, I
0: hate to overshadow JJ, but it's all well, compelled did. It to do. Naturally. Yes.
1: Naturally. All right. So we'll get into the Packers obviously playing a must well, not a must win. They've been playing must-win games, but a play or win in your in game on Sunday. Against the Detroit Lions, we'll also get into the Wisconsin Badgers. A lot of quarterback news and, and coming off last week's win in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. But uh, obviously, you guys, uh, we were talking a little bit off the air. You're both former NFL guys, uh, Tarek. We talked to you earlier today on Rutledge and Hamilton about the brotherhood of the NFL and um, scary stuff last night as uh, Bills safety Demar Hamlin uh, goes down in the first quarter of the game, uh, cardiac arrest. I mean, it's just just awful, devastating. Um, and uh, they call off the game. Obviously, uh, still listed. It, it says the Hamlin, um, that he's in critical condition. He's, uh, uh, he's sedated. Uh, he's at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, um, and that's about all we know. We we know exactly what we knew at 11 p.m. last night. Which uh, I'm not a doctor's but
2: uh, and I'm not going to speculate. But really scary stuff. But Brad, watching the game, um, did you get to you get to see the the game. Yeah, yeah. So you know. We've seen injuries all the time, right? Knees and backs, hamstrings. Um, even unfortunate people like Brian Shazir, who had almost a, you know, I, I think it's really a debilitating uh, injury that he had, but something was drastically different when he fell. I, I, did you feel that way? I mean, like, this wasn't your, you know, your neck injury. This was, this seemed like what it was
0: you know i i was shocked i was shocked that i was trying to make sense of it as it was happening and i couldn't i still can't do it right now it it did look very different you know a lot of times when we see somebody that's unconscious it has to do with a head injury and we saw it coming there's a sort of reaction like uh you know you yeah. see the collision and there's a, a jarring and you know, i've seen a number of those on the field teammates and opponents i was playing against and you know, even if they're out cold for a little bit, which is very scary in itself, there, there's always a sense of coming to and, okay, I'm seeing progress. I, you know, I like where this is headed. Even if they need to be put on the, the stretcher, they're giving you the thumbs up. Right? Yeah. The thumbs up as they did. I mean, that was none of it. It kept on getting worse and worse as every minute went by. And, I mean, CPR, I couldn't imagine seeing that to a teammate on the field in real time. So I, the emotions that they were feeling, I felt sick. I was gun wretched to just watching it and it's unlike anything I've seen been a part of anything in in athletics. Not so scary, unfathomable. I,
2: I never I never thought you'd ever see that. You know, yeah. we have never seen it, you know, Troy Aikman. He's there. He's he's been around a long time, probably 40 years of uh watching football, being a part of it. He has never seen it.
0: Yeah. Well, and and you you made a comment too as we were as we were talking in this intro of we've seen elbows and knees and ankles and gruesome potentially gruesome injuries but there i don't know there's something about if it's your extremity even if it's like you know a back or rib or something like that when it has to do with your heart or your head there's something about that that feels like it's just more of more of your essence more of who you are a little bit it's just a bit more jarring than it is of just even the the worst ugliest knee injury something like this it just sticks with you it makes you sick yeah
1: it's uh it's scary stuff uh, Demar Hamlin of the Bills. Still no news, which is uh which is making everybody hold their breath. So keep your thoughts, prayers coming for him. Uh obviously the the, the, the one positive of this, I guess, if you can make a positive out of it, is uh Demar Hamlin's uh charity. He does, you know, school gifts and, and Christmas gifts. Um it had a goal of twenty five hundred dollars on GoFundMe. It's uh just short of five million as of today, and it's been less amazing. than twenty four hours. So it's that's amazing. If there's one positive to pull from that, it, it's uh, it's the people that 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 give a crap, right? That care, and 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 you know,
2: it sounded like the University of Cincinnati medical staff were, were unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I mean they're but, one of the best c- uh, hospitals in the country. I'm glad to hear that we have a, a protocol in the NFL with the emergency situations, and I I understand they practice situations. Uh, yeah. I don't think like this. They never, you know. But if there's a neck injury, I don't think people are thinking that. You're going to have a cardiac arrest. Uh, but um, they were prepared. And, he, you know, they, they gave him care right away. And
0: hopefully that saves his life. Well, you think about, you know, the players are always glorified for, you know, <laughs> playing under pressure and delivering when it's needed most. I mean, shoot, let's look at these medical professionals. Unbelievable that these guys, there was no hesitation. They rushed right from the sideline. And the CPR literally saved his life. I, I mean, At least till this point, God willing, that he comes out of it and you know he regains health. But without that CPR, um, without the immediate care, and then now the care at UC uh, University of uh, Cincinnati Hospital, I mean, talk about performing under pressure. Real? Yeah. You can't. You can't practice
2: this. No, you You can't. You
0: don't. You don't get these opportunities to practice. You can do CPR on a dummy, right? Yeah. But like to do it on the field in the moment and keep a man alive, unbelievable. (sighs) All
1: right uh demar hamlin obviously our best wishes everybody's best wishes his way um we'll keep you updated if anything comes across uh in the next hours we're with you till seven o'clock we'll lead you up to tip off uh, between the bucks and the wizards here on 100.5 espn but let's take a quick break when we come back we'll pivot let's talk a little wisconsin badgers coming off the guaranteed rate bowl win obviously a lot of quarterback news a lot of big stuff coming For Luke Fickle, uh, a lot of excitement around the Badgers. So we'll get into that with two former Badgers, two Badger legends, Brad Nortman, Tarek Solom, Alex Strofe. It is the great Dane Huddle. We continue after this.
0: Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done.
1: Lay your weary head to rest.
0: Don't you cry no more.
1: The like great Jane Huddle rolling on on your Tuesday night. Alex Stroh, former Badgers, former NFLers, Tarek Salah, Brad Nortman with me on this special Tuesday night edition, live from the ESPN Madison studio. Tarek, uh, you were telling me off the air a little bit, you're a little tired, you worked out this morning. I know you're constantly seeing our friends over at Carbon World
2: Health getting your... Uh, well, that's what picks me up. Getting your, getting your tea back up. Yeah, no. Get my tea. Up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, low tea, carbon could help you. <laughs> I, That's
1: what you always tell me. Yeah.
2: Exactly. But uh, you know the cryotherapy, the red light therapy, the whole you know health spot, and then combined with the workout, it is a complete solution to your health needs. And if if health is important to you, obviously we know the how sensitive and fragile the world is. You know why not invest in in yourself? Invest in in uh, your, your body and, and get the right guidance and then get the right treatment to be able to help you and make, you know, a better version of yourself, become healthy and and um, try and prevent problems from recurring as you get older.
1: Yeah, you know what they always say, Tarek, is new year, new me. You can go prove it at Carbon World Health. Go to carbonworldhealth.com. You can sign up for the six-week experience. Carbon World Health, medically supervised by our friend Dr. Nestor Rodriguez. Again, the website Carbon World Health. Dot com. All right, I want to get into some exciting stuff because I'm still fired up uh, about the Badgers. It's been a week uh, since they won the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, and that quarterback room is just ridiculously stock, st- stacked now. Right, you, you already had the commitment from Oklahoma quarterback Nick Evers, and and now you get uh, well, you get the commitment from that 2024 kid. You get uh, this the uh, Southern Methodist quarterback. I mean, you you've got this room is just absolutely stacked now. And Luke Fickle has been on the job. It was three weeks yesterday, or excuse me, five weeks yesterday, 35 days yesterday. Um, and now Tanner Mordecai from SMU is committing to Wisconsin. I mean, this is just a, a completely new era, fellas. I mean, it, it's just the air-rate offense, and now you're getting these high-rate uh, – what, what are you laughing at?
2: I was laughing. It's just, I can't believe that right. we're saying air-rate and in Wisconsin in the same sentence.
1: sentence. I mean, isn't that crazy? It's, it's, it's hard to. I, I feel like these last five weeks have been a fever dream under Luke Fickle. And the recruits coming in are just bananas. I mean, Tarek, we'll start with you. What, what's your reaction to all this quarterback news? Uh, you know, frankly, well, that's been popping listen,
2: up. Listen, creating a competitive atmosphere in your position room. I don't care. You know, every position should be competitive, right? There's nobody should be entitled to have the job, and that's essentially what Luke's doing. He's saying, hey, listen, we're gonna we're gonna get the best player, you know, to play that position. They do that. Everybody else has that competition. Why is the quarterback room? It just can't be Mertz as the entitled quarterback. I mean, and, and you know, I don't. know, Frustrating to me was uh, Wolf did okay. He he played. He was serviceable in that game. I was. He made a mistake. Well, yeah. He 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 played well enough that he should have been competing before it. And this this uh, st- stance that we just, you know, he just is not capable of playing. That's it. I mean, there's zero sum. That's it. Wolf cannot play that. Well, that, he was hurt that, a lot of the year. Yeah, but listen, he's been here like seven years. That's true. <laughs> that's true. He wasn't hurt for seven years. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't he wasn't here as much as Clifford from Penn State, but you know he was here a long time. And actually, he's got another eighth year, tenth year idea. But but yeah, yeah. get your point. You know, I I I just believe in competition. So that that, that's I I welcome it, Brad. And I I don't know your perspective on it, but uh, it's it's uh, it's great to see.
0: It it is great to see. You know, it's interesting to see this thing evolve, right? Wisconsin had this very structured formula over the last, I don't know, however many years. Every once in a while, you get a little bit of a change up of that. Russell Wilson was a bit of an X factor right there, but you are going through a a complete transformation, right before our very eyes. It's like, you know, bear with me here, guys, it's like, you know, the the, the freshman kid goes off for the summer and then comes back as a sophomore, and the dude put on 20 pounds of muscle, he's got a jawline now, dude got a haircut. All the girls are like, where's this guy been? We are now getting all of the girls. It's amazing what happens when you introduce an air raid offense, and look at now, we got some skill players, we got some quarterbacks that want to play at Wisconsin, so it's cool to see the recruiting really take hold. It's cool to see that guys want to come play at Wisconsin underneath an air raid system, and it's also interesting to see what type of quarterback we're going for. I'm starting to see a um, uh, a mold here. right? Yeah. a big, strong quarterback, dual threat quarterback. I love the idea of a Wisconsin running back plus a dual threat quarterback, a big quarterback. Are you kidding me? That'd yeah. be
2: awesome. And, and Coach Longo from North Carolina, I think his his history and what he's done in North Carolina, and what he's going to bring here, um, and, I, and I know the the offensive line coach. From what I hear, he was with the Giants for many for those couple of years they won Super Bowls. Um, you know, I, I I'm really excited about the uh, the offense. It's interesting that you know it it does you know as much as much as excitement there is. It's a little bit of uh, trepidation here because we're changing. You know, we're going from this you know dorky kid to to <laughs> you know. <laughs> This this stud, you know, we're turning <laughs> into returning JJ Watt overnight or something, but um, you know, obviously, you know, the culture that we built it, from you know smart, tough, and dependable. I, I don't want that to change. It doesn't no. have to change. I and I think Luke Fickle, that's what he, that's what made him successful at Ohio State as a player, and I think that's what he's done well with Cincinnati. We got to maintain maintain that culture, if you would, while getting all the upside of the of the uh, recruiting and. The offense.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is, uh, it is, it's been a fever dream the last five weeks. So you get Tanner Mordecai. From SMU. He'll be in his sixth year as well. So Chase Wolf and Tanner Mordecai, both, uh, I think, my age, by the way, Tarek, uh, as weird as that is. Wow. Um, <laughs> You're a young pup, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling them old, actually, because I feel like an old man. Hey, uh, total side note. So, Brad, we got to see each other Friday. We went to the, uh, the Badger-Western Michigan game at Kohl at Center together. And uh, we went out afterward, had a few brews at our, at our, uh, our friends at the Nitty Gritty. Um, you had a friend in town. Uh, from
0: Jacksonville, sure did. She thought I was thirty five years old. She did. I think that's a compliment. I Is think it that's a compliment? A com- well, now, okay, hold on. Though, Would you but- take
1: that as a compliment if you were my, in my shoes, Tark?
0: No, but but I, it, it, I, you're I uh, you're you know me, my wife, our friend from Jacksonville. We're all in our low thirties. I feel like we're just like seeing the world through our eyes. And if if you feel like if we feel like you can keep up with us, Strofe, man, you must be in your thirties, right? Well I'm what you gotta a say? Man. You're you're a mature, twenty four year old. You are right.
2: I, I like to think so. So you're more like 35 from a maturity standpoint. That, yeah, so
0: you're, you're polished. I'm polished. polished. Ooh. How about that? Good. Alex Strofe did the gritty around the office today. I see nothing that's really <laughs> that polished about this man. Or
1: mature, I think, either. <laughs> yeah. That's Alex Gravatt running the show for us tonight from the ESPN Madison studio. Uh, yeah, no, that's a fair point. It's a fair point.
0: <laughs> Poorly, might I add. But... but <laughs>
1: I am a very talented dancer. You watch that slander. Um, No, I'm just, I'm so blown away by how quickly things are changing, right? I I mean, you have the awkwardness even into last week of both staffs kind of collaborating on the guaranteed rate bowl. And now, you know, you flash forward ahead of week, right? It was last Tuesday the guaranteed rate bowl was played on. And you, you have all of a sudden a six year quarterback coming back and Chase Wolf. You have a six-year quarterback committing to transfer in Tanner Mordecai. You have Nick Evers from Oklahoma who committed a few weeks back. You've got a four-star recruit out of Colorado and Cola Crew, and you already have Miles Burkett here. So you have five quarterbacks competing for this job. And Tarek and Brad, I'd love to get your take on something I said last week. Because it might have been heat of the moment. I might have meant it. Might have been a little bit of both. I, I, I already think this might be the most talented quarterback room. The Wisconsin Badgers have had at least in my lifetime, if not ever, and three of them haven't even put on a jersey yet. I mean, well,
2: that, obviously, I'm projecting, and we don't want to overhype because we made that mistake with Graham Mertz. But yeah, there's a lot to be seen here. I mean, when you have Russell Wilson and, and Tolzien, Scott Tolzien in the same room, is that fair? Was that were they in the same room? Were they in the same room?
0: Russell transferred in right as Tolzien was leaving, so they never actually overlapped. Okay,
2: got Could to be there.
0: <laughs> well. A lot to be seen on how talented
2: these guys are. The, the, the kid at SMU we know is a player, right? I yeah. mean, it's fair to say. So I have a
1: stats in front of me, Tarek. You ready? Yeah,
2: it always, yeah go ahead. You're, Tell the public. You're, I've you're, seen this. Your low
1: T is going to love this. <laughs> 72 touchdowns in the last two years. Through the air. Yeah. Uh,
2: how many the, interceptions?
1: 22 in two years. 22 in two years. That's a lot. So 10 this year and 12 the year prior. Uh, is that that's a lot? a lot. That's as many as Graham Earth threw. Or maybe really? a few more. But uh, also
2: think about the offense. And he threw how, how many more times too? So he, that's that's okay. Uh, well, he threw, uh, he threw he threw two hundred seven times this year. And how many the Mertz throw? like uh, this year? Ten
1: less than two hundred seven. I'll tell you how <laughs> much.
2: He threw 22, 22 interceptions. Oh, uh, he might
1: have thrown two hundred seven
2: times this year, but he didn't throw yeah. he didn't throw
1: thirty three touchdowns this year. No, lot, it's, so that's, that's impressive. No, it's uh, it's it's a ridiculous uh, ridiculous state the Badgers are in.
0: I, I think I'm I feel here. spoiled. Uh, I know, right? It, it, well, and like, and what you were saying, Tarek, I mean, where, look, we can't get too far from our identity, right? Because there's a reason that Coach Fickle wanted to come here, right? We know now that he had a very short list of programs he'd be willing to go to. Wisconsin being things that are attractive. So the toughness, the discipline, the tradition, all things we need to maintain. But there are certain slivers of our organization where, okay, it looks for room for growth. And quarterback being one of them. And... I, I mean, I think from pure talent, pure horsepower, I think for sure this is the most talented room you've had. But you're right. I mean, proving it is a completely different question. So I'm excited. I wonder... I, I don't think the defense is going to look terribly different. I think it's going to be the same mentality. Now, you lose the mind of Jim Leonard, which is, needs to be replaced, but and the, and the toughness that he puts in there. But I wonder... can this is a radical change to the offense. Is it possible that it's changing too quickly? Mm. Is it? Po- I don't. I don't know. I, it might. Like I mean, we've we've you've been coached now in a certain way for a while. We've recruited the last several years for a different kind of system. I just wonder: is it possible it's changing too quickly? I,
2: it's a heck of a question. Uh, that's a good question. I think it's going to simplify. So even though it's changing radically, I think it's going to simplify from a conceptual standpoint. I mean, Paul had a very sophisticated offense from what I hear. Partly why Wolf didn't play a lot. He, whether he didn't have the experience within the system to make all the plays and all the calls. Um, Jack Cohn, he took him almost a year to get his feet settled. And then once he did, he he flourished. But, th- you know, that that uh, barrier to entry was high with Paul. Um, and I don't think the barrier is going to be high here because I think this is what they do these days and i don't know i don't know the offense that way well but you know you you, you have the rpo action you, you freeze with the back you either give it to them you have the option and like you know the rest is maybe motions and some different uh gadgets around it but i think they're going to k- simplify it which will allow whoever's the most dynamic guy who has the leadership capability to step up and take that role so hopefully whatever we're doing in a radical transition it the simplification of the offense allows us to to be all right. You know, you could argue like there's 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 a couple things in my opinion, Brad. I'd like to get your opinion on this. Is you know, I I thought we were a quarterback away from winning the Big Ten West. I mean that that was it. And I, I and I said this before that I thought Mertz had talent. I think he still has talent, but he never had to compete for the job. Mm-hmm. So I felt like he wasn't mature enough. To take the reins when he when he did, and he needed he needs to go through that competitive process, and maybe he does at Florida, but I I, I think he's going to struggle because he can't run. But if we had a quarterback, I think we would have been the quarterback who was experienced, you know, a Jack Cohn, uh, someone like that. I think we could have won the Big Ten West. But I think the other the other issue that that what Fick is going to bring is just the whole operation because football. Brad, right? It's twenty-five percent, seventy-five percent is recruiting, right? I mean, there this game has it's it's been set on fire with NIL
0: transfer portal. So I don't know what you think, but it's it's changing fast. It it is changing fast, and you made a really good point. This goes back to you know. We're stacking so many good quarterbacks in one room, it's almost unfathomable. How many quarterbacks can we fit on the field, right? But there is something to being said about let's cultivate talent, that's recruiting, and then let's develop guys. Fick has shown his ability to do that, which is also very encouraging. But that's all—that's the Wisconsin program, right? So he's going to pick up where we left off there. Um, but then there's something about going out there in a room full of other dudes and going out there and winning the job—it doesn't mean for your own confidence. It makes the other guys want to follow you, particularly being a QB. So I, I don't know. I just think that the more more talent, the better, and to earn the job is always the better case.
2: Yeah, and there's a lot of ways, ways to skin a cat, right? And and and, and hold they, on, what? What? <laughs> there's a lot of wait, ways. Wait, to how do, or is that not? the way you're supposed to say it. But anyways, Hold on, I've, 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 heard you, that. I've heard that. You have? Okay. I don't know There's what it is. There's a lot of ways to skip. Sk- it's at. morbid to me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But every quarterback we've had, <laughs> other than a few here lately, have all been competitors. Yeah. We've had, we haven't had the most talented quarterbacks. Yeah. And partly because of Paul, Paul made them competitors. That's true. But I feel like Mertz was this anomaly. Everybody, I mean, you name them. These guys they half of them couldn't run, half of them can't throw, but they competed from like 2000, whatever, through 7 what 19. These guys competed their butts off. And and as long as you compete, you got a shot. But when you don't compete, I you we end up what we had. Mm-hmm. We had we had a non-competitor. That's that frustrates the heck out of me because cost, you're it costs you turning red. It, it cost people their jobs. It did. And and that's that's the bottom line.
1: No, you're, you're you're spot on with that. Well said. you read. red. Take a breath. Yeah, I'll take a breath. Your Apple Watch is telling you you need to take a breath. <laughs> and may you always live like the sun's out. High Noon Seltzer is made with real vodka, real juice, and sparkling water for 100 calories of easy drinking and take anywhere deliciousness with no sugar added and always gluten-free. You can't go wrong with High Noon. Try all of their 13 different sun-soaked flavors available in Tailgate, Tropical 8-Packs, and Variety 8 or 12-Packs. Find High Noon at your favorite grocery or liquor store. You must be 21 years or older. To enjoy High Noon, Seltzers. Ah, that was a good little conversation there. I enjoyed that. I got I to get some Packers stuff off my chest. So uh, we're going to do that next. It's the Great Dane Huddle right here on ESPN Madison. Oh, okay. On a special Tuesday night edition, Alex Stroh, former Badgers, former NFLers, Tarek Sala, Brad Nortman with me in the ESPN Madison studio, Alex Gravatt helping us out. Ron show. Looking good in your plaid shirt there, pal. Thanks. It's a flannel.
2: <laughs> nice,
1: Nice and warm.
2: All right thanks way to go strove hey you're
1: looking for your next spot out with <laughs> we family. start over again <laughs> it's a great day you know, no, I'm kidding. Uh, looking for your next spot out with family or friends head to one of great dane pub and brewing companies four locations in the madison area whether you're on the east side downtown in fitchburg or at hilldale you're sure to enjoy one of madison's favorite traditions head to GreatDanePub.com to find the location near you always local always welcoming and always committed to the craft. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. All right, we talked Badgers. I got to talk Packers. I just have to. I've been waiting all week to do this. I'm so fired up, fellas. This team is right back in it. They win, they're in on Sunday. The Packers were 4-8 and eight just four weeks ago. Five weeks ago, I guess there was a buy in there. And now they're 8-8. Eight eight. They beat the Lions on Sunday Night Football they're making the playoffs. They're gonna win the freaking Super Bowl. Tarek so, Salah, talk me off the
2: ledge. I'm so fired up. No, I don't. I want Brad's answer here because he had. What, you had Joe Barry fired. You were traded. You traded uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. We were already looking for a low. We were gonna. You know. Who oh, Are you tra- talking about me? No, I'm. I'm joking. But I may have said I'd like to see Jordan Love. Yeah. But also, I thought the season was over. Yeah, but you, you weren't the one that wanted us to throw it so that we get a higher pick. Were you?
1: No, I wasn't. I wasn't quite on that bandwagon. Uh, you're thinking of your former co-host Jim Rutledge, I think.
2: Was Rutledge in that? But you know, he's well, he's a, Bear a Bears fan. fan. Yeah. So he he's just yeah. preying on the Packers' demise. He always does. But but amazing comeback, and and Brad, what, what what are your thoughts, man? Are are we on track here?
0: I cannot believe my eyes over the I last two either. months. I really can I mean, four and eight. Those you know what is it? it feels like a long time ago at this point, it doesn't does. it? It feels like a completely different team. This is the team we've been waiting for all year, right? I mean, no doubt. You, you look at what they've been able to do these last several weeks, particularly yesterday, two days ago. I'm getting all these days confused against the Vikings. I mean, utterly like where where has this defense been? Yeah. That was a clinic. So, boy, this version of the Packers, this version that people were picking to be Super Bowl favorites, they're showing up exactly when they need to be showing up that, so i've encouraged that's what we we like to we we had two first round picks or
2: def- defenders right the two yep. georgia kids
1: Devonte wyatt and quay walker yep
2: i think we fired the special teams coach hired a new guy right yeah who's fired mo right,
1: and broad rich passaccia yeah
2: a very reputable coach i mean and we knew we we're losing Devonte so we needed that those two phases of the game to make up for whatever you know shortcomings we had on offense and you know i I think Rogers was okay. He he wasn't great. He wasn't a great version of Rogers, but he he, he made some throws and made some things happen. But that's what you do when you, you you get an older quarterback who lost his number one. You step on up on defense. You step up on special teams. You make stuff happen. You play with passion, and we got a chance. Got a chance indeed. The Green Bay Packers now eight and eight of a win in your
1: in scenario Sunday night against the Detroit Lions, last game of the year. I can't decide if that makes me more nervous or more excited. Like, it's all eyes on the Packers. And this season's been such a roller coaster. I'm afraid this is where they screwed up. They lose to the frickin' Lowly Lions for the second time. Well, well not, not Lowly, lowly this Lions. Year. Yeah, not this year. Good. Dan
0: Campbell. Dan Campbell's got them going. Yeah. They're a good team now. I don't think this is a cupcake. This is not the Lions of old. No, it's not. I think it's... I think. It's going to bring the best out of the Packers. I think the back-against-the-wall version of the Packers. they are Rodgers, he has not been great as a favorite his whole life. Whenever we've gone on long playoff runs, he's, he's been an underdog. And I think, I don't know, this version of Rodgers, kind of kind of gritty, kind of angry, kind of, uh, okay, count us out. I like it. I think it's rubbing off on the other guys, too. You so, know? so,
1: Brad, you referenced peaking at the right time, right? Getting hot at the right time. And you were on a few teams in the NFL that did that, right? Obviously, you went to the Super Bowl with Carolina, and then you were on that Jacksonville team in, in 2017 into the 2018 playoffs that made it to the AFC Championship. Let Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. They painful. lost that Super Bowl, didn't they?
0: Uh, they did lose. Yeah, that they was the Philly the, That was the Philly, was the Philly year. The That's right. My bad. My yeah. bad. Didn't well, want to blame you for that. Still yeah, painful. Still painful. Yeah.
1: But that Jacksonville team specifically got hot at the right time yes and obviously you know rallied off an incredible run to the afc championship game i think everybody in america was cheering for you and the jags that 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 week how important is that right is that as real as you know i've never played a snap in the nfl both of you guys have played several snaps in the nfl um i'm just curious how real that momentum is is it as real as maybe i think it is from an outsider's perspective
0: I believe it's real. I think you are trending in one of three directions at the end of the season. You're trending up like the Green Bay Packers are now. So many times when I was on the Panthers or the Jags, it was a we're fighting all the way to the last game for a division, all the way for the you know to squeak into the wild card, whatever it is. And when you play in meaningful games time after time and you win them and you become confident and then you get momentum and then you win some more games, you just stack them together. There are plenty of teams that kind of go in flat. You know, we win some, we lose some. There are teams that are trending downward that have peaked earlier. I think Minnesota's trending downward. I agree. So that is very real. And you can just tell. I remember even playing. I remember watching film of playoff games, of, of game planning for the other team, watching their week 16, week 17. It looked like they thought they already had it locked up. Playoff football. Is way different than regular season. It's faster. It's more physical. If you're not already flying, you're already a step behind. So I love where the Packers are at right now. So, so this is where Strope and I really
2: empath, empathize with each other, kind of fall in the same camp. I was a perennial loser in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> ne- ne- <laughs> you call ne- me perennial <laughs> loser? Is that what that was? Never. <laughs> we never made the playoffs. We, made, you know, I think we won seven or six games uh, with Carolina, but we gave a lot of great effort. <laughs> Strofe, just like you. You give a lot of great that's effort. what matters, you know. The hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome no, to the roast no. of Alex Strofe, everybody. <laughs> but, uh, you know, sitting back and watching playoff teams, uh, definitely, yeah, they always say you remember November, you know, obviously now that the season's going longer, December, uh, it's all, yeah. you know, those basically the middle of November to the end of the year, that's that's it. You know, if, if you can hang around and get momentum, you got a shot. And – uh it's it's amazing, and and, and these teams, you know, you know, Washington could have got, you know, they very well, they were playing great for a little while, and then they just pooped the bed. Uh, the Jets, the same way, they had they had, they had had a streaky stuff, but their quarterback got hurt, White, yeah. so that hurt them. But, you know, you know the Packers, uh, the Cowboys are getting hot a little bit. It's going to be interesting to see if they butt heads here, if they make the playoffs. Um, but Detroit, Dan Campbell, you know, there's no the lack of passion there. He's going to come in and, you know uh, – We'll see. We'll see. This is the winner. The winners in the playoffs, right? It's
0: amazing. Yeah, you, you know the the talent. As much as people don't want to believe this, the talent is spread across the NFL, right? Even tons the, of parity. Yeah, even, parody. The, even yeah. when we, we played Cleveland, so that 2017 Jags team, we went um, 12 and four. Make sure you take a look so, at Tarsal's uh,
1: sweatshirt. Yeah. Cleveland Browns okay. alumni. It okay, says. this yeah. is going to
0: be a kind of a compliment. So the year that they went to the Cleveland Browns in general, they they went 0 and 16 that year, right? And we play them at Cleveland. We won by a field goal. It was back and forth all game. That was a tough team. There, was, there are no, even Houston this year, right? Seemingly terrible, the, the Bears. There are no bad teams yeah. truly in the NFL. Margin is very small. So you throw some ingredients in there, like belief, fun. You're enjoying your teammates. You're winning. You have confidence. A quarterback. A quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that helps too. <laughs> that goes a long way. Sounded at the Bortles, yeah. Yeah. My guy, Blake Bortles. Fearless leader. I, I,
1: my, my, my favorite story of Blake Bortles, and I've told this several times with you. Uh, but Tarek, you might not know the story about Blake Bortles. It's very quick. Uh, so he was a uh, he was a habitual chewer. He chewed tobacco. Yep. And he thought by buying a Tesla, an electric vehicle, he would stop chewing because he wouldn't have to go to gas stations anymore. Uh, that worked for about three days. And now he just owned a Tesla. It's my oh, favorite man. Blake Bortles story. It's <laughs> great.
2: Central Florida guy? Is yep, Central yeah. ECF. Yep. Checks out. UCF. Out. Florida was, man. That, was that your guy that took you to the playoffs yeah blake bortles wow Blake bortles yeah that's yeah. where you guys kind of fell
0: short i think maybe right? yeah well tom
1: brady blake bortles kind of
0: the one and the same the way i view it yeah like, same same breath right there that's a compliment to old blake <laughs> yeah same
1: breath same breath it's the great Dane huddle of alex strobe Tarek solid De- or er, not derrick engler brad norman mm. here mm. Mm. <laughs> Derek Angler off partying in Nashville or something like that. Is he back next week? or is he think, gonna, Yeah, he'll be is,
2: back. He's just going to well, stick it out in Nashville. I think he's got a wedding somewhere next week. On a Tuesday? No, are we Tuesday next week? We'll, f- we'll have to check out. Alex, producer of this program, what day is breath. the show
1: on next week? <laughs> I think I'm fired.
0: I don't know, man. <laughs> All right, the stuff. public needs to know. The public the, needs the to know. I'll, I'll have down. an
1: answer uh, very briefly. Uh, but Tarek. Before we get the break, and we wrap it up by talking about the college football playoff, because there was actually two entertaining semifinals uh, over the weekend, yeah, which is the first time that's happened in this. Um, in in uh, We're on Monday next week. Uh, but the first time that's happened in this Format where there's actually been two good semifinals. We will get to that next, but first, tell us about our good friends one more time at Carbon World Health.
2: Carbon World Health holistic approach to your health. You know, we get the uh, the training side, which will give you a comprehensive workout, so you know exactly where you are and what you need to do in order to achieve your goals. And then the spa side, which has you know our favorite cryotherapy, the red light therapy, hormone treatment for strokes, low T, or if <laughs> you need some estrogen. We got we got it all for stroke. So the twenty four year old. A uh, deficient hormone guy will, will be healthy, but uh, <laughs> can you ever talk about Carbon World Health without dissing me? Is that in is that in your blood? Is that possible? Well, listen, us forty eight year olds as we get older, we get deficient in certain certain ways, and carbon can man. help you get back on track. So check out Carbon World Health six week experience. Six Let's week go. experience. carbonworldhealth.com is the website. Let's go. Uh, Medical. Hey, by supervised. the way, cryo chamber burns five hundred calories at least. 500 calories. That, that's, that's equal to you like need that these a 30-minute huh? run. Oof, those just, are it's like amazing. the microwave. Just go in there, boom. <laughs> and it <he laughs> takes all the inflammation away, hey, creates blood circulation. My, my favorite Tarek Sala moment
1: since I've been hosting the show since August is when Derek Engler was talking about carbon world health,
2: and Tarek felt the need to butt in by just yelling the word,
0: Mitochondria! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Brad, you know what mitochondria is?
0: Uh, it's the, something in your cells. The that power, it's the power. 14, it's right? the framework of yeah. your cells, right? It's the right? engine, right? Yeah. Stu- it stimulates.
1: We talk college I'm football playoff I'm next. pretty
0: stimulated now.
2: <laughs> day, <Dane> Huddle,
1: <laughs> on ESPN Madison. Dane huddle rolls on as we wrap up our coverage on a special Tuesday night edition. I'm Alex Strope with you live from the ESPN Madison studio, alongside my good friends, two Badger legends, debatably the greatest punter in Wisconsin history, the great Brad Norton's here. Oh, he's the greatest punter.
0: Yeah, thank you. Wow, I, 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 I like that confidence. Sam Vite is number two. Well, Sam Vite. I actually know Sam. <laughs> Bite. you know Sam?
2: Sam? Sam? Yeah, he's our Rose Bowl kicker in '94. He '93.
0: Co- he coached me for a couple of years. You know really? That? Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Well, look at this! Wow, bonding,
1: bonding. You're both you're both Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Both started your career in Carolina. Yep. And now you both know punter. There you go. A lot of stuff. And we also were joined by the all-time leader in sacks at the University of Wisconsin. No big deal. Uh, the should-be UW Athletic Hall of Fame or the great yeah, Tarek Salas well, here as appreciate well. appreciate that. Of course. Uh, only positives. <laughs> uh, speaking of positives, how about the college football playoff over the weekend? Michigan-TCU, Ohio State-Georgia. Both games competitive. Both games entertaining. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember the semifinals of the college football playoff since they introduced this format. Both games being... Both entertaining and competitive. I don't think it's
2: happened. No, I mean, I think Georgia-Alabama has dominated it. Yeah. I mean, LSU, maybe.
1: LSU had a year. Yeah. Um, Ohio State won an exception as a four-seed, which was fun, but they still won
2: their semifinal in a route. Um, Did you see that TCU coach, I give him credit for winning, but he was like, oh, well, Big Ten, we showed that we belong. Well, listen, the Big Ten had to show, we, you know, the the top teams have been getting their butts kicked the last five years. Yeah, Sonny Dykes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so I was I was saying, hey, Michigan showed they belong. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State showed they belong. I mean, they they very well either one of them could have won the game. Oh, absolutely. And you know, you know, props to TCU and all that. But you know, we, you're there for a reason, right? And you're glad everybody's kind of you know earned their keep, now, made it competitive. So, so
1: I'm curious on both of your rooting interests, right? As former players, uh, you know, I'm not a UW grad. I'm not. I didn't go to a school in the Big Ten. So I don't really have a bias either way. I'm a big Badgers fan, but uh, otherwise I don't really care. Are you guys rooting in bull scenarios for the other Big Ten schools to show that your conference is prominent, or are you rooting for teams like Michigan and Ohio State to lose because obviously there's, there's no love lost those programs
0: I, I tend to root for the Big Ten programs just give the Big Ten and our it, it's so regional right college football is right. very regional and and respect is gathered by conference right it's not like they sit back in the NFL and say oh the NFC North or the you know they dwell on divisions like that but you do in college football you talk about the SEC versus Big Ten all the time so the more success the better there, there sometimes that will be superseded by rooting interest I know somebody on the team I know a coach on the team um, like for instance, spending time in Jacksonville, know a lot of Georgia fans, like our mutual friend April. I like to see Georgia do well. So there's there, there are things that supersede it personally, but generally speaking, big yeah. time.
1: I, I to, like that you just called somebody I met one time a mutual friend. Yeah, a of mutual ours. friend, that's right? Go. sorry, Tar. I go
0: have ahead. to agree with you. I, I you know I I see there's a uh,
2: reflection on us at Wisconsin. So if if those teams go out and play well, you know I'm like that's that's who we are. You know we're a competitive conference, and everybody, especially in the Big Ten West, we get beat up a little bit. Yeah. And I think that we came and showed out, and uh, you know everybody. But P- Purdue had a terrible matchup that should never have happened. Purdue LSU, who yeah, who put that was that
1: that wacky. What was it, a fifty-eight point game or forty-eight point game or something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, it was. It Iowa, was
2: Iowa maybe route. should have been playing, um, you know, LSU, and um, or maybe maybe it should have been uh, Penn State, you know, yeah. and, and then someone else in the Rose Bowl. We'll look there. dark. Every bowl game ain't going to be competitive.
1: That's just a matter of the yeah, fact. But, uh, but at least we got the two biggest games, right? The two biggest games of the weekend were competitive.
2: Yeah. And that's the first Michigan, time that's Michigan kind of pissed down their leg. Yeah. They, they should have yeah. won that. A little, a
1: little bit, for sure. Um, you know, I, you look, looking at that game, was it fun? Yeah. But it was really TCU all game. Um, Michigan, I thought, was a much better team than that. Yeah, and, and early TCU, on
2: though they just kind of they didn't convert. But, I mean, but TC, but
1: it's not like TC exactly yeah. right. It was the two that pick hurts. sixes defensively they were really solid, but it, again it wasn't like TC. They kept talking about it on the broadcast we'll beat you long right. Like mm-hmm. they they have these big offensive plays, and I felt like they didn't really start getting those until the fourth quarter. And there was like
2: a million points scored in the fourth quarter. Yeah, nonetheless, how about the Ohio State kicker? Not the pivot over there, but like. Well, we got
1: we got fifty seconds. So yeah, got, I mean, but feel that, free to. Pin he,
2: I mean, <laughs> his club hit the ground first. You know what I mean? It was yeah. so he just. Hard, I felt bad
1: for to him, too watch. because they say on the broadcast, it's been his lifelong yeah. dream to be the kicker of Ohio State in his final game, oh. I and this is the biggest
2: so, kick. So, Brett, tell us what. I mean, did he just poop his pants or what?
0: Uh, the short answer is, I think so.
2: Yeah, that's, that's tough, classic, I feel bad for him. Peeing he, down legs what, and legs and pooping and pants. He owned it. He owned it yeah. right away. As soon as he did, he he, he didn't blame it no, on anybody. No he, he tapped his chest saying it was my bad. And, you know, I wish well for the kids. Brad Nortman, thank you for stepping Brad, in place. You. Thanks Derek for having Derek me. Engler. Anytime. I don't know if Derek's going to come back. No, I'm
1: pipped. Might have just got Lou Gehrig. Yeah, uh, Lou Gehrig. Tarek yeah. Sala, thank you.
0: I'm Alex Strip. This has been The Great Dane Huddle on ESPN Madison.